final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU's season comes to an end, 52-46. Arizona moving on to the Sweet 16. Welcome back to our BYU Radio Studios in Provo, Utah. Cougars, their season coming to an end. Final record, 19-6, advancing on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. Obviously, opportunities to advance, and you know they'll be disappointed that they didn't advance, but overall... Uh, a really good season, especially knowing the circumstances that everybody was dealing with with the pandemic this year. Yeah, very very difficult. Up and down roller coaster, influenced by COVID uh, for every team, really. And Arizona felt it just as much as BYU in the Pac-12 and games being po- postponed and canceled. And props to them and what uh, Coach Barnes has been able to do with this Arizona team. She's rebuilt that program and they were a great team. But, you know, it's frustrating. I've been in games like this where you're so close and that you know that you were good enough to win and you can't come away with the win and there were just too many scoring droughts down the stretch for BYU where they could not answer the punches that were thrown at them late in the game well as we mentioned uh, wrapping up regulation 13 to 3 was the score or the the scoring run that Arizona went on to win the ball game and BYU had a lead this was a very low scoring game 52 46 well below both teams season output for points per game but it was it was Arizona hitting the big shots down the stretch. Some huge threes from Kate Reese and Sam Thomas. They're they're two forwards. They're two bigs. Were the ones that were really killing BYU from the perimeter. Yeah, today. they carried it until McDonald yep, got hot. You're right. and then McDonald kind of came alive. She's a gamer, right? She's she's a player that wants the ball in her hands with the shot clock or the game clock going down, and she did just that. And I think that was the difference. That was the discrepancy. Is that BYU at times didn't have the ball in the right hands. They didn't have it in Gonzalez's hands. And we saw Albiero turn it over and then turn it over again. Or we weren't getting touches inside from Gustin. But yet the ball consistently found a way to get in the hands of McDonald. Even though BYU was trying to deny her, she was able to either steal and get some buckets in transition. She just was able to create things more than what we saw from maybe Gonzalez for BYU. Leading the way for BYU, Shaylee Gonzalez with 16 points on 5 of 13 shooting. She missed a double-double by one rebound. She had nine rebounds, also scoring in double figures for BYU. Tegan Graham with 13, no other Cougars in double figures. Eight points for Lauren Gustin. She also had 11 rebounds. And then two points apiece for Maria Albiero, Paisley Harding, and Sarah Hampson. Uh, for Arizona leading the way, and it goes to what, Kristen, you were just talking about. You know, the the bigs held down the fort until McDonald got things going late. She ended up scoring 17 points. That led all scores on 7 of 16. She also had 11 rebounds and 3 assists. She was phenomenal. Yes, she was. You know, and BYU absolutely shut her down in the first half. Four points in the first half. She was 2 for 8 from the floor. And then came out and just kind of blew up, right? She she went five for eight in the second half and just took her time and really didn't rush herself. I thought they made adjustments. Coach Barnes made adjustments. 
Jeff Judkins made adjustments, but it was just the late stretches, the late punches that Arizona made and BYU couldn't respond, and that showcases in that 13-3 run. At the 440 mark, BYU had a lead of 43-42. They would not lead again. They pulled within one on a big three from Tegan Graham that made it 47-46, but BYU would, would not get any closer. A huge key for success for BYU in the wins that they did have this season were having at least three in double figures. And so we only saw two. Gonzalez and Graham were the players in double figures. Those two players combined to shoot 45%. The rest of the team, 27%. That was the difference in the game. And Harding, I, I hate to kind of pin her out, but Harding, you have a season high or season tying high on Monday with 28 points and then respond with two points. Like that, that can happen for them to walk away with a win in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Harding had to step up and score or at least somebody else like Albiero. Albiero only two points as well. And a few turnovers that were very uncharacteristic, timely turnovers that really hurt them. Yeah, there were obviously big shots made in the game, but overall, neither team shot the ball well at all. 36% for Arizona, 35% for BYU. From three, the Cougars at 28%, the Wildcats at 26 Free throw line, BYU 5 of 7, and you had Arizona 5 of 13. 15 turnovers for BYU, uh, 9 turnovers for the Wildcats. We're also monitoring the Zoom post-game press conference. Uh, so as soon as we get someone, uh, we will certainly send you down to San Antonio. I will tell you that the video has come on. There is nobody at the podium yet. So let's finish up some of these stats. BYU and Arizona equal in rebounding at 38 apiece. Defensive rebounds, 29-24 advantage for BYU. The advantage on the offensive side of the glass, 14-9 in favor of the Wildcats. Second chance points went to Arizona at 14-8. Bench points, the Cougars taking that one 16-7. Points in the paint, four-point advantage for Arizona at 26-22. Fast break points, Arizona 7-2. Blocks, four apiece for both teams. 11 steals for Arizona, 3 for BYU, and the final dagger was a steal by McDonald of Gonzalez. She went the uh, length of the court and laid it in, and that was all she wrote for, uh, for BYU. But at the end of the day, BYU, a very good season, getting into the NCAA tournament and making some noise. A lot of people you know, said maybe they didn't belong. This team knew that they belonged in the NCAA tournament. They showed that with the upset of Rutgers and obviously had a chance to win this ballgame. Yeah, just as good as Arizona. And they had moments where they shined and, and looked better than Arizona. But, you know, playmakers make plays, and that's what we saw in McDonald. She She's a top 10 WNBA projected pick. Yep. I mean, I mean, she is legit, and, and she turned on the gas when she needed to for Coach Barnes and her team. All right, we'll take you down to San Antonio for post-game interviews via Zoom next. BYU falls in the second round of the NCAA tournament, 52-46 to Arizona on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. I want to make desserts that are so good that someone comes in, and if they're having a bad day, it's chocolate therapy. LaDonia Jones owns a specialty donut shop. She's been a Deseret First member since 2006. It's difficult to make a dessert shop profitable. The business side and the vision side have to go hand in hand or the vision dies. I trust that Deseret First wants me to succeed. My name is LaDonia Jones and my why is I want to be a day changer. Deseret First Credit Union. You know why. We show how. At Intermountain Healthcare, we understand that broken arms haven't stopped. Babies continue to be born. Emergencies continue to happen. 
and doctor visits are still needed. At Intermountain Healthcare, we've put the measures in place to safely care for you in these difficult times. So please, don't put off the care you need, especially for stroke-like symptoms, chest pain, difficulty breathing, or other urgent care. We're here for you. Visit intermountainhealthcare.org slash here for you to learn how to get the care you need. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Arizona Wildcats moving on to the Sweet 16. They defeat BYU, the 11 seed, 52-46, behind a 13-3 run over the last four minutes and 40 seconds. Welcome back to our BYU Radio Studios in Provo, Utah. The Cougar season comes to an end with a record of 19-6. and They finished the West Coast Conference at 13-3, and obviously advancing to the championship game, and then making it to the second round of the NCAA Tournament alongside Kristen Kozlowski. My name is Jason Shepard. We appreciate you tuning in to the broadcast. It's time for our data discovery of the game, brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Kristen, what did you discover in today's game? Well, a stat that I don't think the coaches want to discover when they look at that stat sheet is a 20-6 to 6 advantage points off turnovers. Uh, that was the difference in the game, late in the game, where... Arizona forced some big live ball turnovers at the top of the key, turned it into offense, able to go on that 13 to 3 run. So 20 to 6 points off turnovers and BYU just 15 turnovers. That's not glaringly terrible, but when you're that's live ball turnovers really hurt them. Still waiting for head coach Jeff Judkins. I I don't know if we will get a player. Uh, We certainly should get Juddy. Uh, Nobody has stepped to the podium as of yet. In fact, let's go ahead and and take one more break. Uh, And as we wait for postgame comments, uh, let's go ahead and squeeze in one more break. 52-46 the final. Arizona takes down BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Alongside Kristen Kozlowski, Jason Shepard with you, 52-46. The final score, BYU season coming to an end. The hands of the Arizona Wildcats, still nothing at the podium from head coach Jeff Judkins. We'll get you down there as soon as we see somebody step to the podium. But, Kristen, let's take a big-picture look at this BYU women's basketball team. As I mentioned, final record's going to be 19-6. and They were 13-3 and in the West Coast Conference. When you look at the season as a whole, what stands out to you? Well, I just think overall achievements as a team, getting to that championship game in the WCC tournament, obviously that was a huge loss at .6 on the clock, a dagger hit from Jill Townsend to end that one. That, that'll obviously leave a bad taste, but then fast forward and you make the tournament when you thought you weren't going to make the tournament. You were a bubble team for a majority of the year. They did just enough to get in in the committee's eyes. And then beating Rutgers, proving to the critics that we are good enough to play. They, they had enough talent competing with Arizona in this game here today. Plenty of talent to go on to the Sweet 16, just not able to make some plays. I really thought individually also there were a lot of achievements. Lauren Gustin was a beautiful surprise for Coach Judkins. I mean, at one point she's leading the nation in rebounds per game. I think coming into this game she was sitting at sixth in the nation and the double-double machine to lead men and women uh, in that total throughout the season in the conference. But Shaylee Gonzalez... 
The player that returns from her ACL injury probably has to be one of the brightest spots. Comes in, picks up right where she left off as a freshman, where she was averaging 17 points per game. Made her mark not only in the conference, but in the nation in that second round against Stanford. And then ending here today, yes, it's a loss, but she gets in over that plateau of of 1,000 career points. Gave her heart out in this game and deserves a lot of credit. I mean, the co-WCC player of the year, she is quite quite a special player for Coach Judkins. I think one of the things that will stand out for me, and this is certainly not unique for BYU, everybody was dealing with this, but just all of the starting and stopping that this program had to do, um, and, and usually on the other side of things, meaning the opponent, sometimes they even got to the venue and were not able to play. They were in the city and then weren't able to play a game. So they would go stretches without having these ball games. And again, it's not unique to BYU, but obviously we're closest to this team, so we got to see how they handled it. And I have to say, I, I was impressed with the way that the team handled it. Well, think about the growth that that's going to provide long-term, right? It's that silver lining that you got to focus on because not only physically are you kind of putting your body through this roller coaster of, we got a game tonight, and then two hours later, no, we don't got a game tonight. We're going to practice, right? But it's more the mental side and, and the mental part of the game that really pushed these players to just prevail and continue to just roll with things, to be able to take the adversity that they were facing day in and day out and go with it and move on and and push through and not hold their heads down but keep their heads up. Well, and now you, you've got a lot of these players coming back. I right. mean, most are coming back. From, from what they've told Coach Detkins, all seniors were going to return. So, that you know, you get Paisley Harding back, and, and you get Maria, and, and Shaley obviously coming back, and Lauren Gustin, another year. Hampson. And right Hanson. So it's, you, you look at, at what this team was able to do, and now you're going to have another year under your belt together, and then you can see what you can do next year. Right. That, that's a, a problem that Coach Detkins will have because now he's got about 18, <laughs> maybe 19 on the roster, but a good problem, right? Because of the depth, the experience, these veteran players that are, are planning on coming back, things change. So that may change, but as of right now, all of them should return. Yeah, this is a team that certainly should be able to hit the ground running next year. In a season in which we all... Hope slash assume will be a regular season like we're used to seeing, where it will everything will start on time, and you'll have fans in the stands, and you'll be able to have a game on your schedule and know you're going to be able to play that game. It, it's really amazing how just one year it's changed sports and how you view things and well, this game's scheduled, but are we going to actually play it? it? It really is strange how things have changed in just a year's time. Right, and especially not playing in front of fans. That's a big one yeah. that you mentioned where it was very rare to see uh, anyone inside an arena watching their team play. BYU was a little bit lucky because in Salt Lake or in Utah in general that the protocols weren't as strict, so they did allow family members to come in that big arena at the Marriott Center in Provo. And a lot of teams from the conference, I remember talking to coaches saying, we are just blessed to be able to have our fans travel to Provo to watch us because in our home state, that is not allowed. Still nothing from the podium in San Antonio. Take me into the locker room right now. This is obviously, anytime your season comes to an end, it's always going to be difficult. And unless you win the championship, everybody's season is going to come to an end with a loss. Right. So so give me an idea of, of what the emotions are like in the locker room right now. Well, this is a woman's sport, right? And going in there, or women's game that we saw here today and, and at the loss was these women's players and going in very emotional. You're, you're going to go into that locker room and 
Jeff Judkins will be emotional. He's going to try and somewhat get their heads up, which won't happen, you know, at least now. It's sinking in, right? And and they're just going to feel this huge weight on their shoulders of we were this close and weren't able to do it. And that's where the emotion's coming from is they know they were good enough to win, but they just couldn't. The season's coming to an end where you fought so hard in such an up-and-down season, just a very taxing season on your body and on your mind. So Judkins will talk to them. He'll get the first words. As we see, he's about to sit down. Then the other coaches go through um, and, and kind of say some words, and everybody's probably just giving each other a hug at this point. All right, let's uh, head back down to San Antonio. The head coach of the Cougars, Jeff Judkins, sitting in front of the microphones and is about to address the media. Let's go ahead and listen in. BYU. We'll hear from head coach Jeff Junkins first, followed by Shaley Gonzalez. We'll now begin with an opening statement from head coach and then go to questions. Use the raise hand function to indicate you'd like to ask a question. When you're called on, please state your name and affiliation. Coach, if you could, a brief opening statement. Well, first of all, I want to congratulate Arizona. Um, they have a really good team, and uh, it was a good, good fight tonight. Both teams, I think, played very hard, very physical. Um, it comes down in games like this, it comes down right at the end. You know, what plays, what team hits the shot or makes the play. And they made a couple of really big plays at the end. We we had our opportunities. We were open and we had our opportunities and it just didn't fall tonight. But I'm really proud of our team. This has been a really, I mean, a hard season, but a really fun season um, all in one to be able to get this far and be able to knock on the door and come close to going to the Sweet 16 was, was really great for this team. Listening to post-game comments from head coach Jeff Judkins here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. They're having some issues with some of the audio and allowing people to be unmuted. So we're waiting for the first question to head coach Jeff Judkins, and I believe we should have that fixed now. They, not we. We'll make sure we're not, you know, we're not in charge of that. And uh, what was Arizona doing that you all couldn't quite counter uh, in that final stretch? I think they finished on a 13 to three run. Well, they, they just uh, moved up their intensity defensively um, and they went small and they denied everything and tried not to let Shaley get the ball. They face guarded her and not tried to double team her where she came off. And, you know, we had good luck. We had as good as three shots as they had. Right at the end, they hit them. We missed them. Part of it is that you know, um, you know, we're it's it's just tough to hit big shots sometimes in games, and you're trying too hard. But you got to give them a lot of credit for it. Um, I thought we did a good job defensively too. We had a four point lead, and they kept that ball alive, which hurt us. And they got a basket on it. Um, but you know, this is what the NCAA is all about: what teams step up at the end and and really make plays. And no question, I'd. I'd like to have the ball in Shaley's hand in those situations. And they did a good job of denying her and not let her get it. And we didn't do a good job as a team to really scream for her and get her open. That's something we're going to have to really work on next year because we're going to be back next year in the same situation. Our next question will be from Norma Gonzalez. Hey, Jody, just can you kind of encompass this whole journey that your team has been on from the start of the season, the uncertainty of the pandemic, but then not knowing whether you were going to get to this stage and then you do pull off an upset in the first round and now had to go up against a strong Arizona team? Well, you're right. This has been a totally up and down season. 
it's, it's been a fun season, though. It's been challenging. We have grown so much together uh, as a team. I've seen maturity in all my players um, by dealing with the issues we've had to deal with all year. Um, we got a good piece of what we want to accomplish for next year. And we want to, we want our program to go up, not, you know, not stay where it is. We want to go up. We, I think they have a good feeling that we got to work hard in the off season and work on some things so we can just get over the hump next time. But, um, you know, I'm just proud of them. I mean, I mean, Shaylee had a great tournament. People don't realize she had a torn ACL last year. She's fought back um, and played most of the game today and played against one of the best point guards in the country. I thought she definitely held her own. And uh, she's going to learn from that. And some of my, my other young players have had opportunities to come in and play and, and feel that, feel that not the pressure, but just feel the excitement of really, you know, being at the NCAA tournament. And uh, everybody's coming back, and I'm excited about that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, we we kind of said the locker room. You know, we're we're ready to go. We're ready to start start it up again. So, um, we got a lot of big goals ahead of us next year. We'll go back to Teresa Walker. Frustrating to just miss on um, be so close to a Sweet 16 and not be able to get there. Uh, so so close in this game. Yeah, it's hard. You know. Um, we're going to look back at this and say a couple of plays, a couple here and there. Um, but you've got to give Arizona a lot of credit. I mean, I've heard this from a lot of people. You, you, you make your breaks. You don't, you don't hope for them. You don't wish for them. You have to go and do it. And you, I, I, I thought they came out defensively and really did a good job of not letting us get what we want to run. And um, that's just something we're going to have to get better. We got to play better teams in the preseason to get us ready for this. And when we have this opportunity, be able to really handle it. Go back to Norma Gonzalez. Well, Coach, how much um, did Pacey Harding's fall and hitting her head play into her performance tonight? Or was it just Arizona really bogging down on her? Well, I think Arizona did a good job on her. Um, you know, her hand's a little bit sore. She uh, fell down on it and it's a little sore and she can't really do as many things as she wanted to. It was I think it was hard on her, but I think she showed a lot of heart. And what, what team basketball is all about is when you're not feeling your best, to go out there and give 100% and do what you have to do for the team. And um, that's what she is. Paisley is a special, special player. I'm so lucky to be able to have, have somebody like that. But, um, you know, this team showed a lot of heart tonight. Um, getting down, getting knocked around, and not giving up. And uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm I'm excited to coach him next year. I, I think we're going to get so much better uh, as a team. I know I'm going to get better as a coach and can do things better for this team. And um, you know, I wish Arizona the best. They're 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 a really good team. Next question will go to Jeff Ferrado. Hi, Jeff. Um, congratulations on your season. Thank you. You uh, you made a reference to everybody being back. Uh, Paisley, I believe, is a senior. Is is she coming back? She's coming back. Um, all all our seniors are coming back. Um, they've they've all wanted to. You know, they told me early in the year. It's really weird how it worked, but they kind of told me early in the year. They said, "Coach, we want to come back, no matter what happens this year." And 
And uh, part of it, you know, Paisley's husband plays for the men's team and he has another two more years. So she's, she's excited to come back. I know that Sarah and Maria and Tegan are all coming back. So it should be a fun year for us. We're getting some new players that can help us. And some of the kids that didn't get to play a lot this year were young and they'll get better. And it should be a fun season next, next season. We have time for one more. We'll go to Sean Walker. Yeah, Coach, what, what did you learn about this team defensively? Because you, you knew that Arizona was a high-level defense, and it felt like uh, certainly in spurts, like your, your guys competed with them defensively in a very, very high level as well, held them to a lot of kind of long droughts and that kind of thing. Did you sort of learn something about what these girls can do on the defensive end that, that should help them for next year? Specifically? Yeah, I, yeah I, I think we need to be a little bit more aggressive defensively. I think Arizona was more, a little more aggressive. We were more playing personnel and trying to play team defense. I think next year we could do a little bit better of maybe pressuring people more, locking into them, because I do have some players that really have some quickness and can do it. Um, but this team, I'll tell you, of all the teams I've had at BYU, this team is probably the most well-rounded. And what I mean by that is we're a very good defensive team and we're a very good offensive team. We can score. This this year we scored more points than we did the last couple of years. And I think we're going to get better. Um, I know because players are going to work hard in the offseason. I mean, I, I, you know, the girls on the team, they're happy for this tournament. It was fun, but they want to go farther. They know they can do it. And uh, it's going to be a great summer for us just to work hard. Coach, thank you for your time and congratulations on the team. Hey, thank you. Thanks, media. Appreciate you guys. We'll be joined momentarily by Shaley Gonzalez. As you heard, Shaley Gonzalez will be jumping on the Zoom post-game press conference in just a minute. Those comments from head coach Jeff Judkins brought to you by the BYU Creamery and the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Let's head back down to San Antonio and hear from Shaley. Use the raise hand function to indicate you'd like to ask a question. Our first question will go to Norma Gonzalez. Hey, Shaylee, um, just sort of walk us through that game. Like, what, what were you guys thinking? What were y'all's emotions? And then what was Arizona able to do at the end to just close it out? Yeah, um, coming into that game, we we're all super, super excited. Um, we knew it wasn't going to be easy. Um, we knew that they were going to be tougher than the Rutgers and that we needed to take care of the ball. We needed to run our offense and um, execute the game plan. Um, coming into that game, I mean, our team did great at the beginning. Um, our defense was awesome. Our offense went well. And um, we switched up our defense a little bit. We were in man. We were in 44, which is a box in one. Um, we broke their press. And, I mean, we we're up four. We had a little um, – we were up a little head. And um, we let them come back into the game, unfortunately. And then they hit a bunch of threes and – um, <clears throat> I mean, I feel like the fourth quarter went by just like that. Um, it, we, it slipped out of our hands and I know that we can, we could have definitely beat that team. Um, and I'm just super excited to get back in the gym and to get better. And next year we're going to be back. Shaylee, with Paisley Harding, who had the magic on Monday night, tonight you led the way. What does it say about your team that any given night someone new could step up? Mm -hmm. 
Um, a saying that we have for our team is that we got each other's backs. And um, one night, I'll have a night. Paisley will have a night. Um, so we have a bunch of different girls that can step up. And, I mean, Tegan, she had about 13, 14 points. She did awesome tonight. She stepped up big time for, for us. Um, and our bench is super deep. And so I know I can count on any of those girls. And we all got each other's backs. I'm good at Teresa Walker. You mentioned uh, the, uh, having that lead up by four. Uh, how close did it feel to being in the Sweet 16 at that point? And does that make the, uh, you know, the, the loss hurt even more, unfortunately? Yeah, definitely. Um, I looked up at the clock and I was like, okay, we're at four. We got, what, five minutes left. We can do it. Um, I totally believed in my team. And, I mean, it's so unfortunate. It's very frustrating um, to have that lead and to lose it. Um, but I mean, I'm just so proud of my team for how we, um, how we played today. And I know that once we come back, uh, we can beat those teams. We have that confidence now. Um, lots of people overlooked us. Lots of people thought that we didn't deserve to be in this NCAA tournament. Um, but I hope that these couple games really proved to everyone, um, what kind of team we are and that, um, that we can, um, I mean, people thought we were the underdogs and um, I'm, we showed lots, lots of fight today and super proud of my team. We've got a Sean Walker. Yeah, Shade, this is the uh, second time now in your career that we've sat with you after a second round loss in the NCAA team. Can you kind of maybe... I'm asking you to rewind a little bit, but kind of take us back to that that last time in Stanford to this moment. How do the two moments kind of compare? And can you sort of see where you guys are improving and getting better as you try to, to I mean, you're still two for two in, in your eligible seasons in the NCAA tournament, I guess. So you've got that going for you. But But can you kind of see where things are getting better? Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like the main thing is maturity um, and confidence. I mean, it was two years ago, and so our team's a lot different. We have new girls. Um, obviously, I've matured a lot being able to sit out last season with an ACL injury. Um, I learned a lot, and I grew a lot mentally and physically, um, and I'm thankful for that experience that I went through that. Um, Stan playing Stanford, they were super, super tough. They were the number one ranked team in our on our side. And that was a really tough game. I believe we lost by like 25 points. Um, and coming into this game, I believed in my team a lot and had a lot more confidence. Um, and I just feel like we handled this game a lot better than we did um, my freshman year. Um, and that, like I said, comes with maturity and um, all confidence and Super, super proud of my team, like I said. Go to Norma Gonzalez. Obviously, you guys are going to take a while to process this loss and process the end of the season. But what do you think you can take away from the last few months and from this pandemic-filled um, season and journey mm -hmm. to help you guys out next year? Yeah. Um, I mean, we learned a lot as a team. We grew a lot through that. I mean, it was hard for all of us. Um, to have like uncertainty and not knowing if we were playing. And I think that it'll just make this next season a lot more sweeter, um, a lot more exciting that hopefully we'll be able to play more basketball games and um, 
I know that our team is going to be way better because in the summer we're going to work even harder. This is going to be a chip on our shoulder. Um, hopefully we prove to everyone who we are and um, that they know that we're going to be back next year and that we're going to go even deeper in the tournament and um, really looking to get back on the court already. I just want to start right away. Shaylee, thank you for your time tonight. Congratulations on the season. Thank you. With Shaylee Gonzalez, postgame comments brought to you by America First Credit Union. Here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. And you could obviously hear the emotion in Shaylee's voice and being that close, having the four-point lead with 440 to go and, and not being able to get the win. That's, that stings, but like she said, she cannot wait. With this same group, she's ready to get back on the court and just and get back at it. Well, yeah, that that's her game. I know that she is going to take more time off than she normally would for that leg. Uh, need to just let that heal up a little bit more. She did tweak it a few weeks ago, and that was a scare for her. And so I've talked to her about that, and she's going to take some time off. But, boy, what what a talented player for Coach Jedkins. She's a redshirt sophomore. She's now scored over 1,000 career points. She's poised. She's a leader. She's calm out there. The read she's making out there is like a senior. I mean, she she just has a natural ability to score and a craftiness about her game. I just love to watch her play. Kristen, um, these last two games, the fir- we've been on broadcast together, but you and I have never been in the That's situation right. of – Play-by-play and analyst that's before, right. so it's sideline analyst. Right? Yes, yeah, sideline and analyst. That's that's been it. It's been it has we're been a pleasure. That's right. That's right. We have we're five hundred. We're gonna look at it. We're gonna look at it like that. Want to thank everybody back in our BYU Radio studios helping us out uh, with getting us on the air and making all of this happen. Terry, Josh behind the glass, behind me, our engineer Barry. Uh, Want to thank uh, Junior Phillips, Greg Rubel. Uh, Sean O'Neill, everybody that helped us uh, put this together. Uh, Unfortunately, BYU season coming to an end. The final score, 52-46. For Kristen, my name is Jason Shepard. You've been listening to BYU Women's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.